you are listening to The Current Daily, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Tuesday, June 9th. It is day two of finals week, or week 11, as I'm starting to call it, of spring quarter. I'm really not sure exactly how I will be keeping track of time starting next week. I'll probably lose all sense of time again. So now if someone wants to gift me one of those fancy Apple Watches, well, I'm sure I'll figure it out. Coming up, we'll have an interview with Melanie Robertson to learn all about IdeaWave, what it is, and why it's important. But first, it's not just any Tuesday. Once again, it is Palooza Tuesday. And guess what? It's not just any Palooza Tuesday, but the final Palooza Tuesday of the series. And just like a good fireworks show, we've got a grand finale. It's all about the Return to Learn program to see if it's feasible to periodically test 65,000 faculty, staff, and students so we can safely reopen campus in the fall. Our own Brett Pollock will represent the IT services contributions, and the panel also includes Lean Six Sigma experts and an infectious disease specialist. Now, I know you hear a lot about Lean Six Sigma and getting your green belt. All of that training and mindset comes to fruition as part of this project, so I really do hope you'll check it out. The webinar is today at the earlier time of 10.30 a.m., and as ever, you can register at processpalooza.ucsd.edu. Some more quick notes to make sure are on your calendar. Thursday is shaping up as a big day. At high noon on Thursday, we've got the webinar with Paul Kruger. The topic is how to give a boring PowerPoint presentation. For a preview, go and listen to last Friday's interview with Paul. Get all the details you'll need from the notice board section of The Current. And also Thursday afternoon, we'll host a department mini all-hands with some important updates about UC Path, the Financial Information System Project, and other matters of great importance. And to conclude, on to our interview with Melanie about IdeaWave. This is Mark Herzberger. I'm joined by Melanie Robertson. She is IdeaWave Program Manager over in Operational Strategic Initiatives. Melanie, welcome to the pod. How are you? I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you got it. And how has your work from home experience been the last few months? I can confidently say that it's been up and down. Some days are good and, and some days are a little bit more challenging, especially having a young child at home. With you there, I think that sentiment is shared by a lot of people. So as mentioned, you are the Ideal Wave Program Manager, and we're going to ask you a few questions about you know, what Ideal Wave is and how it's used across campus. But uh, before that, to get started, what, what is Ideal Wave and what are some examples of past campaigns? Ideal Wave is UC San Diego's branded ideation and innovation platform that we use. We actually licensed this product from Hype Innovation, they're a German-based company, and we've been running this program on campus for the last five years, actually. Some good examples of some past campaigns that we've run would be, we see a lot of strategic planning campaigns that people are interested on campus and in running their strategic planning campaigns, which just means that 
leaders are really interested in hearing from their various departments on what ideas do they have that should be included in the strategic plan. For a big one that might you know, resonate with some of your listeners would be the VC EDI's strategic plan for building inclusive excellence on our campus. They used IdeaWave to help them in that enormous effort to build that strategic plan. Some other ones that I'll talk about a little bit would be like the parking campaign that they ran in the first year of the program's inception. And then uh, we've also run one for UC San Diego Health where we ask if you use UC San Diego Health as your primary care provider, why, what do, you, what do you like about it or what could be better? What are some of the challenges? And then if you don't use it for your primary care provider, what would you know make you want to switch to UC San Diego Health? So that was a really interesting campaign as well. And what are some of the core components of IdeaWave campaign and how is IdeaWave different than maybe just a standard survey that OSI would offer? Some of the core components of a campaign would be that it's time limited and we usually only run these campaigns for three weeks or so. And that really helps create that burning platform for the topic that we're really focused on getting ideas on. Another thing is that it's sponsor led. So that person who is asking for those ideas should be very recognizable to that audience. We also give a chance for community graduation as well. So it's really important in crowdsourcing in comparison to other types of input that it's not just an idea coming in in isolation, but it's the collective genius or the community that decides this is where the heat is. This is where the importance is for the group to determine what the best ideas that should be put forward are. And so that's where we really see the difference between surveying and crowdsourcing is, is and they can work together, is that surveying is more about measurement. You definitely need to have a significant amount of people respond and in order for it to be statistically significant. Whereas with crowdsourcing, it's more of a dialogue. It's more of a conversation. And you might be able to see more where people are rallying around certain types of ideas. Yeah, that sounds good. You mentioned crowdsourcing a few times. So what is the specific definition of crowdsourcing as it relates to IdeaWave? And what is the value of that? Crowdsourcing in general, and then IdeaWave in particular, again, which is UC San Diego's crowdsourcing platform, taps the collective intelligence of the community. So at our institution, this means transparent, collaborative, and constructive dialogues and conversations about specific areas of interest and topics. So in addition to creating space for real feedback, problem solving, and creative ideation to occur, we're also seeing the value of leadership's specific areas of strategic importance being brought to the campus community. And, you know, we think this helps engender a sense of trust that together we can find solutions and leverage our collective genius. Because the idea is that not just one person has the answer or answers, but rather one person may have a good idea, but the crowd can make it great together. You mentioned, I think we're coming up on the five-year anniversary of the Ideal Wave. What are some good success stories from over the years? I've been the Ideal Wave program manager for exactly four years as of tomorrow. And we've learned so much from every single one of our IdeaWave campaigns that we've run for this institution. 
off the top of my head, I would say that the the parking campaign comes to mind as a very successful early campaign. It's something that's probably pretty recognizable with this audience. It was run in the first year of the program and it still holds the record for the most ideas submitted. Some of the things that happened as a result of that campaign were things like that you might see around campus might be um, live parking spot counts in some of the parking garages flexible work arrangements started to be more heavily endorsed by campus HR after that campaign. And we saw valet parking instituted in some of the more crowded and busy areas of campus. These were visible things that happened as a result, but there were a lot of other things that were considered and implemented as well. And that's the case with all of our campaigns. Many times the ideas are submitted, are evaluated and moved into what we call a concept status meaning that we can develop the idea further and build out a business case for it. And just to give you an example, a more recent example of a success story for a campaign was the Staff Association Strategic Planning Campaign. We saw them, you, the executive board had spent some time actually developing their mission and vision statement and, and just sort of revisiting it. And they went and created some new strategic priorities for the staff association. And what they ran the campaign on was looking for ideas that would align well with those newly developed priorities. They ended up deciding to move forward with some of the ideas, specifically one called lunch or coffee talks with executive leaders and recognizing staff contributions through gratitude. So, so real thank yous that are being put out there to, to staff contributors. I think one campaign you would have done quite recently was asking staff for their uh, insights or what their experience once the work from home started. How did that go? What kind of response did we get? And what were some of the insights or the uh, issues raised once everybody got sent to working at home? When I think about the UC San Diego Virtual Together campaign, it makes me so proud to work for UCSD. We saw a tremendous outpouring of ideas and willingness to share help and resources. I think for a lot of people, it served as a positive outlet in that moment because like it or not, everyone was sent home and that was not easy for a lot of people. The fact that employees took time to share what worked for them in the hope that it might help a fellow colleague shows the resiliency and community of our campus and workforce. What we saw was best practice sharing for childcare and education as parents were navigating distance learning with kids for the first time. And speaking from personal experience, yay for summer, uh, all the way to self-care recommendations, you know, how and why to prioritize mental and physical health during the work from home transition. And then we also saw people reaching out for help with specific policies or processes that were being affected because of the transition as well. And are those results posted somewhere or how can people tap into some of the resources identified? Yeah, so we are working on moving a couple of the ideas forward a little bit further. And then the plan is to communicate out to the audience that participated, let them know where their ideas went, how we had analyzed them in these high level categories, sent them to different groups to make sure that they were shared. In general, we usually post those analysis on our OSI website. So let's make a deal. When those are ready, we'll have you uh, back on. That sounds great. All right. Thank you for joining us, Melanie. Thank you. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. 
Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.